When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hello, you're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. I'm Mason Dixon, joined once again by Corey, the Bayou Benders, and this is Habs Nightly, your hub for Habs content. guys we are back um for another episode on the dog days of summer here um you know in terms of haves haves news nothing blockbuster we even haven't really heard much from the team the organization as a whole but you guys also haven't really heard much from us uh the last month or so so Corey, how have you been buddy what's up dude um not a lot of shit I've been playing uh been playing Diablo 4, just beat that. Um I think last Saturday, like Saturday morning, I beat the game. Um it was either that or it was Friday night. I think it was Saturday morning though. But fantastic game. Um unreal, unreal game, dude. Like games have been kind of hit or miss for I'd say the past couple of years, this was a very good game, very replayable. Um, and there's still like a lot of shit. Like there's so much stuff to do. Like I'm only level 57. Um, you can get up to, I think, a level 100. And um, I think they said from, well, maybe it's 90, whatever it is. I think it's 90. Whatever it is, like the last 10 levels that you level is the amount of experience needed is like, the length of um i think they said from 50 to 80 so it's like replaying the game again to just like final like get your character to the highest level um doubt i'll ever make it to that but a, a great game nonetheless with a lot of extra um like side missions out of this out of this world very very cool gory game um I think a lot better than Diablo three and very promising from being an avid fan of Diablo uh, two sad. It's going to be forever for us to get Diablo uh, five, but this, I don't see this game holding the weight that Diablo two did as far as like longevity of play, but it's a fantastic game nonetheless. So now I'm on Harry Potter. Don't really have a lot of things to say about it. Um, just yet i really enjoy the game though but yeah i think that's all i've really been doing i did one oh i did one install for our company mason um it was disgusting we had to go to um a hooters 
in Homa, Louisiana. Um, basically, the problem was that their draft system was sweating a lot, a lot of condensation being uh, like built up under under the bar and in the tower that's on the bar, so much so that um, the condensation kept collecting on the bar after hours and eventually warped their countertop. And uh, we were brought in to kind of replace the um, the insulation, like the wrap on it. Because when we did the initial inspection, we noticed that it was only like a quarter of the material you need to wrap, um, like basically to have insulation for your draft lines. So it was just collecting like, it was like a very swampy, like shit was going to rot soon. It was so fucking bad. They said it was like so much moisture uh, in between the walls of the bar that they were surprised if if this wasn't found, it would have collapsed the bar sooner rather than later. So we basically had to gut a bunch of rotted foam out around these lines and then re-insulate it and then connect 20 lines to its respective colors. Uh, like basically we had to reconnect the lines and we had to put a splice in them um, and then match each color corresponding to the color and what, what it's called as a trunk line. And then we had to run before we can rewrap everything. We had to run the lines again to make sure there was no leaks. Um, we, I thought we would be done by 3 a.m. We started at 10. Uh, we finished up, I think, at 8 in the morning. Uh, it was a brutal night, really, really easy job, just uh, in a terrible position. Um, and I think my back still fucked up from it. But I think that's been the most eventful things um, since the last time we talked. No, fair enough. Um, myself, I have not been nearly... Well, I've been busy, but uneventful. I've, I think I've worked like 60 hours the last two weeks each. Hmm. Um, just been living, living at work, getting. I hope money. you're getting this now and like you're tasting it during the summers and you're like, yeah, fuck this and take school so much more serious. <laughs> well, it's interesting too, because like as much as I'm doing stuff that I'm not interested in doing in my professional health career. I'm also getting, you know, experience in a medical setting and, you know, opportunities to, you know, work on my bedside manner. Yeah. Um, even stuff like, you know, like I got to a residence, um, say their ostomy bag comes off. Mm-hmm. I have the opportunity to, um, you know, see that and, you know, look at an exposed stoma and, um, you know, like kind of test my knowledge and test the stuff I have learned. So it, it's interesting. And yeah, it's like a job with pop quizzes. Sort of, but it, like, it's very, it's not glamorous. Don't get me wrong. It's not a pretty job, but it's still, it could be a lot worse. At least I'm taking a step. I think it'd be like in the direction that I want to go. I think it'd be a lot different if I was doing something, 
like what I was doing last year, working as an arborist, like th- there were moments that job was fun, <laughs> but like, that's not really a step forward. That's sure. So no, absolutely. Temporary job. And like, this is a temporary job for me, but, but it's given it's you exposure for what you're going. Yeah. For. It's a step in the right direction. Yeah, no, that's sick. Yeah. So it's interesting. Like I, I get through the days. Oh yeah, dude. Um, yeah, I wasn't saying that you were not taking school serious, but just the amount of hours, like, I know it's draining. It's terrible. Oh, yeah, it's bad. Oh, shit, dude. Um, yeah, I don't think there's uh, I think there's anything else. Just kind of been surviving. Kind of on autopilot. Kind of sucks, you know. I've been doing a lot of training, yeah. so it's like every day feels so redundant. Honestly, that that kind of is how I feel about the NHL offseason right now. Just yeah. on autopilot, like kind of going through the works. Nothing too, too crazy is going on. We had Sebastian Ajo sign today. Um, I think it's just a pretty – like it's a contract I expect for him with the climate of today's NHL, to be honest with you. Um. I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't think anyone was expecting him to sign anywhere else. So I don't know. What What are your thoughts on the deal? I thought it was pretty. I'm trying to pull it up again because I did. We talked before this and I was not heated, but I was like, it's a bullshit contract. Um, But I was wrong. I thought it was nine, nine, four, six, and it's eight. It's not that bad. It's it look- it's honestly like even a million dollars. I think is <laughs> I guess right now it's definitely a difference because uh, I was I was very uh, had a different tone. Um, no, it it's not bad. 8.5. I thought I honestly thought I don't know why I thought that Carolina had like was having some like I'm not gonna say cap issues, but I thought they had like a a good amount of contracts that were like way overpayments. Now there's a lot of people coming up for you know RFA and UFA next year, but I mean he's the highest paid guy. The next guy is like at seven, and then after that it's like a redundancy of like sixes and five million dollar contracts, and they're all coming up to an end. Like it's not, it's really not that bad. So I guess the the awesomeness that I thought this was going to go uh, before we started. Um, is not now we're in agreement that this is a pretty good contract. <laughs> yeah, I think eight times eight point five. The contract will end when he's thirty five. On um, you know, I know there's a lot of people that argue. You know, you shouldn't those those last after the age of thirty. Like it's going to start being a terrible contract. Listen, I I don't totally disagree, but I'm not. The players got to get paid at some yeah, point. And guess what? That's it's just part, it's part of the territory. They don't have to deal with that for a couple of years, dude. For and another what? Carolina and Carolina's six not worried years? about that. No, they got six good years before that shit should start coming up. And I mean, not fuck, six. dude, is he even going to be there in six years, seven years? No, th- uh, Sebastian Ajo is. I know uh, he said that he wants to like. I, I saw like some comments, like very powerful shit, like he's ready to win and all of that, and. I'm talking where he about wants to be. Sebastian Ajo is, I believe, 26. He was drafted in 2015 with Connor McDavid. Mm-hmm. 
So they've got four years till he turns 30, and that's generally when these contracts start to look bad. That's still but not too bad. So Carolina's trying to win. Like, their window is now. Yeah, they, it has to be now. <laughs> um, They're one of the best teams in the NHL. They're getting better. Like, I just – I don't know. I think that's a pretty good contract. I don't see too much to debate about it, truthfully. Um, I think it's a good bit of business for the Carolina Hurricanes. Because Sebastian Ajo held all the all the advantages in that negotiation. He was walked straight to UFA. He, you know, like he didn't have to sign that extension, but he did. And now they don't really have to worry. Their core is secured. Right. Oh, absolutely. Um I think they have they have like I don't have it pulled up anymore, but I think like the vast majority of people's like contract is like, I think a good bit is next year. And then the following year, it's like a lot of big guys, but it's also like, should be like the end of their careers. Unfortunately, like Brent Burns, I think he's got two years left on his contract at like five, five or something like that. Five, six. Um, but no, I'd like to see them make a move. Uh, they're entertaining to watch. I mean, they're, they're like, I feel like they they fall under the radar and it's been it hasn't been that long since like people couldn't stand this team. It was like on the level of like the Florida Panthers, you know, of two years ago where it was just like I thought this team was going to sell. They might get moved. Um, I don't remember Carolina ever being in. You don't remember the year before the the jerk. uh when they became the oh, jerks. That was, that was a long time ago. Dude, that was like four years ago. Oh, a bunch of jerks was Don Cherry's been fired for her. Dude, he got fired when we first started talking. Yeah, so close so to like three, four years. Three, four years. But the bunch of jerks was a, a few seasons before that. No. I think, yeah, I think so. I'm look it up. Anyway, before that, there was like new ownership came in. Um, and they were like, I remember people would say, like, you know, like no one packed the house, kind of like they do in Florida. Uh, I mean, I guess Florida's kind of an asterisk now, but um yeah, I remember like they were not a I don't know. Um hmm. what am I trying to say? Well, the, the times have certainly changed. No, absolutely. Um, yeah, I think it's a good contract. Um, moving on to other kind of contracts signed, Tyler Bertuzzi. Um, oh, shit, yeah. The, the Leafs. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Um, dude, the Leafs, I think that's awesome. I think it's crazy that Boston didn't re-sign him. I think it sucks to not see him on Detroit, seeing the moves that they've made now. Um, but it's going to be another pain in our ass um, as a Habs fan. Um, he was tremendous in the postseason. And, I mean, he's been really good with Detroit. I think he's going to be another issue. Um, but, I mean, the leash just kind of – they had a pretty good offseason. What do you think of the contract, though? Uh, what is it? Let me pull it up. One year, $5.5 million contract. I thought it was interesting. I 
he's 28. It's just, it seemed like a weird contract to sign for a guy who's probably looking to get a payday, right? Like he, he I don't think Bertuzzi has all that much to prove. Well, um, think of it like you remember Anthony Duclair did that shit. I think his first year with Florida, and then he went off. If I'm not mistaken, like he bet on himself on Anthony like a one year deal. Anthony Duclair still isn't 28 years old. Well, to I, this get, day. I, I get what you're saying. I like, get what you're saying it just seems like a weird contract for Bertuzzi to sign. Maybe he got the itch from being in Boston. Like, fuck, I want to win now. And maybe he thinks his best opportunity is with Toronto, and I'll he's just going to sacrifice a year. I don't really like the signing from Toronto's perspective. But they're just trying to gobble up more top-tier guys. But I guess what I'm – my issue is that I don't think Tyler Bertuzzi is very good defensively. Okay. And all he provides is offense. I and and grit. He provides grit, sure. I agree that he does have like that factor does exist and it is important sometimes. But the Leafs, you know, we have this conversation, it seems like every offseason all the time when we talk about the Leafs. They don't need like guys who can shoot the puck and score points. It's not what they lack. It's never been what they've lacked. What they need is they need help on the back end. And I I don't know. I just think that money could be better spent elsewhere. Just my two cents, but. I hear that. What do you think he's going to end up on it? I think he's going to be like one of the best third line guys in the league because he's not supposed to be on it. I don't think he will be on the third line. I think he's probably going to replace that monk Michael Bunting role. Oh, fuck. And, I, I completely forgot they got rid of Bunting. Okay, no, no absolutely. <laughs> like, I, I totally understand the reasoning behind signing him. Um, Bunting is going to, you know, had that grit. He played, you know, filled in that top six role. Like, he's going to – I don't think it's a bad signing. I'm going to clarify that. Mm-hmm. I think it's a fine signing. I think, you know, like Bertuzzi's going to provide an offensive punch and he's going to hopefully provide some of that irritant factor that Bunting also gave them. My issue, though, is that, and I don't know if obviously things go down differently and we don't know what's going on on the inside, like internally with negotiations and stuff. But Michael Bunting signed a, um, I think, it, wait, how much term was it? I think it was a three-year, co- yeah, three-year four. contract for $4.5 million. And, and who's he with now? He's with um, Carolina, I believe, isn't he? Oh, my God. Yeah, he signed <laughs> with Carolina. Shit. million a year. Nice. Um, I would argue that he's provided better offense the last two seasons. Um, Just, you know, like last season was, I don't think it's, it was a down, like it wasn't as good as his rookie season, but Mm -hmm. 49 points, 23 goals. Didn't he have some like really bad 
like suspensions. Didn't he get like suspended for something like fucking stupid? Like like a really bad hit. Um, I think that was in the playoffs. I feel like it was like a string of them. Yeah, like maybe he wasn't suspended was, uh, a lot, but he he had some dirty hits this year. Or like I don't Michael Bunting and, and I think Michael Bunting and Tyler Bertuzzi are very similar players. Yeah, I don't know. I just scrappy thought, chippy. I just think it's a weird signing for for the player. I think they should have just kind of just a weird. I signing. think they could have just kept Michael Bunting. I mean, he didn't sign for that much. Um. Yeah, and like I said, though, like you don't know, maybe Bunting was asking for more. True, but I mean, and if he I, accepted I, that, I'm not. Fuck, I dude. don't disagree that I do think Tyler Bertuzzi is probably an upgrade offensively. Um, this is a guy that. You know, like I think last year put up almost a point a game. Um, you know, he, he's got solid offense, but like well, the goal the goal scoring really wasn't there last year. He had eight goals in right. 50 games. What if we look at it at the end of the day? The possibility for Tyler Bertuzzi getting a better offer next year, as far as money, maybe not term anymore, but like maybe. Maybe he walks away with this in a better opportunity to make more next year. I'm not like I think that's exactly what he's thinking. He's gonna go to the Leafs. He's gonna play with Austin Matthews, Marner, Tavares, or Nylander. Like really up his stock, and then someone points. Yeah, someone's. I'm not. I'm not just like I get that. I just from the team's perspective. Yeah. Okay. We get it from his side, but the team side, it's kind of like. I think this is a signing. Like, it's just I don't know. Brad Brad Treleving just doesn't make a lot of sense to me because this is a signing I see you making if you think this is your last shot, right? Mm -hmm. But Brad Treleving has the go ahead. Maybe it's your last shot with this core, but to bring in Tyler Bertuzzi doesn't seem like the. The ant basically a carbon cut copy Michael Bunting. They're very, very, very similar players. And I would argue that Bunting provides more offensively in terms of goal scoring than Tyler Bertuzzi does because Bunting scores his goals in the way that a guy that has to play with Marner and Matthews does. He gets in the dirty areas, he gets and Bertuzzi does that to an extent, but he also scores a lot off the wrist shots and the snapshots. And I, I just, I don't know. I think it's a weird signing to make. I think it's a panic move. And it'll be interesting to see how it plays out because I think he is going to be phenomenal offensively, but not, I just don't, I don't think Bertuzzi puts them over the edge. It's just a weird a weird signing for me. Do you do you feel like Carolina paid too much for Bunting? Four or five a year? No, three not years? at all. Not at all. And what is he? He's like 20, 25? Uh, Bunting? He's like 27, 28. He's like, this, like okay. the same ages. Okay. Um, uh, um, Bertuzzi. That's what I mean. They're, they're very, mm-hmm. very similar players. Like, That's and if you like, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's interesting. 
if you're asking me between the Leafs and the Hurricane, like the Hurricane, I think the Hurricanes made the best one. <laughs> oh, absolutely! You like, that's that crazy. Forward, that forward core now now in, like it includes Seth Jarvis, Cockney Emmy, Martin Nakash, Jordan Stahl, um, Sebastian Aho, Michael Bunting, Jesper Fast. Um, Sveshnikov, PRV, Tivo Teravainen. You've got Derek Stepan in like mm-hmm. a fourth line role. Um, who else? Ryan Suzuki's on the come up there. Um, I think Jack Drury played, or no, not Jack Drury. Who's the guy I'm trying to think of? Regardless, I don't know how many names I just said. They've got PRV, like that forward core is. I think you can make a lot of cases that it's the best in the league. Like they're phenomenal. No, absolutely. they lack nothing. They lack absolutely nothing on that forward core. Um. So since we're back on Carolina, uh, 2019 was the bunch of jerks year. 2018 is when Tom Dundon took over um, full ownership of the team in 2018. So uh, 2016 season, maybe 27. Um, that's when they were like, there was wars of like movement and like just a really bad attendance rate. Hmm. Just to, just to jump back on that. Yeah. I totally. Yeah. Totally forgot about that. Um, I, yeah, not really important. Not, not really. Relevant. No, 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 not anymore. I mean, cause they definitely turned it into like one of the most watchable upcoming teams. Um, let's see. One contract we haven't talked about since we're on contracts right now. Uh, Alex Newhook's contract. I know. I don't think we've ever, we've ever touched on it. Yeah. I think, um, I think actually it came out like two or three days after our last recording. So we didn't even, we didn't even get to, Speak on it at all. I think it's a good deal. 2.9 cap hit for four years. Very similar to the Kirby Doc deal Mm -hmm. in the sense that this is a player that looks like he could be on the verge of breaking out. Sure, it's a little short. It'll expire when he's 26. But you're going to have some great value in that time. And you're going to see what you want and see what you're going to get. I think... After his rookie season, New Hook's rookie season was great. I think he kind of stagnated this year, mm-hmm. but I think there's going to be some opportunity. I think this is a good contract. I think New Hook is going to be a good player for the Habs. I like it. Yeah, I I do too. Um, I think you I think you nailed it. Um, it's it's a great window. It's four years at only two nine, so it it lets us see exactly what we're what this kid's made of. Um. And it's just, it's honestly a perfect deal. Um, I'm really, really gung-ho about it. I think the last time we talked, I said, you know, I didn't really follow him last year. Maybe he didn't play a lot. Um, and I think you responded with you and Raylan watched Avalanche quite a lot, understandably. Um, and he did get his shot this year. I thought that maybe kind of like Nick Suzuki, uh, too many great figures in front of him to get his chance. Um, but I think. Uh, I think you got a lot of play, Tom, uh, according to y'all. So, uh, but anyway, I think it's 
it's really cheap. It's great for this team with the upsides a lot higher than the downsides. And it's uh it's not even I mean, we might as well just call it three million dollars for four years. It's not bad at all. Yeah, I think it's I don't know. I like it. I like the deal. I mean, he'll be he'll be out of it 26 years old. I'm not convinced that Alex Newhook is. I don't think he's the next coming, but he could be, be like. If this was Alex Newhook coming out of last season, I would be ecstatic. Now I'm happy. I think it's a decent deal. So mm-hmm. I think there's two ways this could go. I don't think it's going to hurt the Habs, though. I think it's a very safe contract for the Habs to sign. Um, if it pays off, it'll pay off big. If it mm-hmm. doesn't pay off big, we're, you're going to get a dependable guy for decent money, and then we'll see where it takes us elsewhere, right? I think it's a decent contract. I like it. Yeah. No, I think it's uh, it's right where we need to be. It's this has this has the makings of being like a an asterisk and like the positives of like Kent Hughes, Jeff Gordon era. Um, even if he doesn't, even if he doesn't become anything, like the risk is so small at a price like that and a contract like that, like the length. I think it's perfect. So I think this is really good for the organization. If he becomes something awesome, if he doesn't, it didn't it didn't kill us. And it's actually something that's pretty movable. I think if things aren't working with him, we could easily move him, even with a contract at 2.9. So yeah, absolutely. Very excited about it. Any teams, uh any teams like really really caught your eye from the uh, free agency? I felt like it was a little bit of a quiet year, but um, some significant I really moves. Like the Avs made. Okay. Um, right, picking up Ryan Johansson, I think, is a fucking amazing deal. Yeah. I think that that's a player that's absolutely an upgrade on Newhook. For them, I think he's probably, you know, I don't think it's far-fetched to say that he could probably have a little bit of a redemption tour um, and, you know, put up some good points because he is a player that's capable of that. And Mm -hmm. uh, Yeah, I think – I mean, when do the Avs have a bad offseason? They also (laughs) signed a guy coming out of the KHL, a six-round draft pick, who had like 53 points in 51 games or something in the KHL. They signed him to an entry-level deal. Uh, so he's going to be on the team next year. Like they, the Avs stay winning. They always have. They, they got Ross Colton too, huh? Four years. Ross Colton, I think, is a fucking perfect sign for them. Some more grit. Yeah, I don't know. I think that's that was a pretty phenomenal off season. I also liked the Stars signing Duchene. Um Yeah, I'm very excited for that. Yeah. Um, they had a pretty decent um, free agency. I'm a little upset that Domi uh did stick around. I thought he was a great fit for that team. Um yeah I also sorry just the I know we talked about them the hurricanes won free agency. Mm-hmm. I think Orlov and Bunting are two guys that Orlov in particular they're not I don't think those contracts hurt you too much in the long term. Like 
but they they push you over the edge for sure and to fully going to the devils is like people don't need to people need to stop sleeping on tyler to fully i'm so excited for for his season next year he's he's definitely like one of my sleeper picks that i think people are going to re- I think he had a bad season and they're they're not gonna have him on his radar. And I'm just gonna be so excited to grab a guy who's gonna light it up. The Devils just traded <clears throat> fucking Yegor Sharangovich in mm-hmm. a third round pick. So I don't know what Sher- Sharangovich put up last year. It was probably he was, I don't remember, but Okay, I got it. He had 30 points, 13 goals, and 75 games. They gave okay. up that guy for Tyler Toffoli, who just had 34 goals. And, <laughs> and Toffoli is like – He's in his prime, dude. He's. I think he's a player that ages well, too. And his intelligence, he's going to play well with that Devils team. He's going to play very well. And all I he does, really miss Tyler Toffoli. I can't believe he only got a year with the Canadians. He got two, two seasons. Two seasons. Yeah. Still not enough. No, but slept on player, very good player, and I think that that's huge. Like mm-hmm. he's that Stanley Cup final, Stanley Cup champion pedigree to that team too. That's big. They're going to be really good next year. They already were this year. The Devils finished third in the league. People forget that. And they just added Tyler Toffoli to that group that includes like Hughes, he um, Jesper Bratt, Timo Meyer is on that team now. Yeah, Dawson years is not going to get better. Yeah. Um, Paula in their bottom, like that, that forward group, it's funny. Like that rivals the Hurricanes, like that forward group, they're going to be battling each other. And then you look at their back end too. And they Dougie got, Hamilton. <clears throat> yeah. Dougie Hamilton. Um, fuck who? Um, Stegenheiler, uh, Ryan Graves. No, he's uh, gone. He just saw, uh, I think he went to Pittsburgh. Oh, Ryan Graves left. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. They've still got Simon Nemich coming up, Luke Hughes. Yeah, the team. <laughs> yeah, they, the other Hughes. They're doing okay for defense. They're doing okay. It's a good team. Yeah. I think uh, the only one that we haven't touched on was uh, – uh, excuse me, Detroit. Jesus. Detroit's terrifying. Are they? I mean, dude, they're going to be a scrappy team, dude. Are they terrifying, though? I think I think this is a shocker team. I think that Detroit, like, I, I know they're, they're definitely going to be a problem. I don't know that Debrinkit pushes them over the edge imminently, if I'm being honest. Okay. Um, I like Comfer. I think JT Comfer is going to be good for them. Um, I mean they they really 
I mean, they added strong on defense, which was something that they lacked. They got whole, and now to have Goss to spare, even with one year. And I really two. Oh, don't get me wrong. I really like the players Detroit added. Daniel Sprong is yeah such a sick year last year, and I think JT the previous Comfort. year he was really coming into it. Yeah, JT Comfort, great addition. Um, they the grabbed Comfort. Alex Lyon too, but they also like their defense is. Cider, Sherratt. I th- wait, they added Goss to Spear, but yeah, and I love. Um, but there's not a lot of deep. My point being, there's not a lot of defense on that team. Mm. The goals are gonna pile up, and yep. they're gonna pile in the cider. Background. Did you say cider? I know he's yeah. still offensively. There. I I I fear Detroit offensively a little bit, but I. I don't fear them on the defensive side of the puck. They're going to get – I don't think they're a factor yet. I could be proven no. wrong. I just – that Atlantic that Atlantic division is too strong. I think they're going to get caved in again. I think Buffalo is better. I think Florida is better. I think Tampa is better. I think Toronto is better. I think Boston will still be better. And I think the Senators could be better too. I, I – I just I think they still get caved in. I think they got they got some way. It's it's tough to crawl out of the Atlantic right now. Yeah, no, that's true. Who am I looking for? I feel like there's like one more. With, wait, okay, like I guess here's the best way I could put it. Okay, the Senators lost the Brinket to Detroit for nothing, right? Mm-hmm. And their third leading scorer would still lead Detroit in point. <laughs> I'm not like, I just don't think the Brinkett pushes them over. I don't think he brings them over the senators, but that's just me. What about a little honorable mention? Um, Anaheim grabbed uh Kalorn, Gudis, Hag, and uh, Giroux. Short deals, but. Giroux. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, Bo Giroux. <laughs> Who the fuck is that? I was gonna. I was. I was like. I was like. No way, dude. This is. Why have I not heard of this? I think Anaheim had a disastrous off season. If I'm being honest with you. Yeah. I love Leo why? Carlson. I absolutely love Leo Carlson. Do you I think, think they they fucked up with with not taking Fantilli? Yeah, let me let me explain. I love Leo Carlson. <laughs> I think he's a great pick. I think he's a great player. Mm-hmm. I think he's a thousand games, thousand points in the NHL. As crazy that is, mm-hmm. as that is today. Obviously, there's no guarantees, but he just looks like he looks like Ryan Getzlaff. Okay. I think he's going to be a great addition. I think he's going to fit in well. I really do. I think he's going to be. I think Leo Carlson could be a Hall of Famer. Okay. I think he's going to be a really, 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 really fucking good player. But I think Adam Fantilli was just so clearly the pick. I think his ceiling is leaps and bounds ahead of Leo Carlson's. I think Carlson is definitely going to be amazing. He's going to be a franchise player. I think Adam Fantilli is going to be one of the best players in the NHL. And I think Adam Fantilli is... I think Trevor Zegers, people forget because of the flair. Trevor Zegers is a pass first player. 
that is his mentality. He is a playmaker and he's going to be a very elite playmaker. Mm-hmm. I think that Leo Carlson is also kind of that mold. Pass forward. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not a scouting isn't my forte, right? I'm not, that's not the big thing I'm into. Mm-hmm. And I know that Carl, I'm sure Carlson's going to score 30 goals or something. I just, Fantilli was a finisher. Is the man. Is what you, yeah. I don't, and I think McTavish too, like he's Dude, there. passing their asses off on the first line. <laughs> yeah. And I think Kalorn, you're talking about, oh, they signed Kalorn. Kalorn had a great fucking year. Don't get me wrong. 64 points, 27 goals. That, that was, that's amazing. That's a career year for Alex Kalorn. Absolutely. Yeah, that's the best season he's ever he's had. He's ever had. <laughs> he's 33 years old, Corey. Yeah, but I mean, dude, they they just lost what in the past 2 years like they just signed a 34-year-old man <laughs> who just had a career year to a 4-year contract. He will be 38 years old. Yeah, it's not an amazingly length. 6 point that he's going to Corey, you think he's gonna replicate? Wait, how much is he making? Six point two five million. Oh shit! You think he's gonna? Oh my god! They're paying. They're paying him money. Oh, it's a terrible deal. I think they've had a disastrous offseason. And who else did you say they signed? Robert Hag, right? Yeah. Oh, uh, Gudis, Gudis, Robert Hag did get signed though. They did sign Hag as well, did they not? Yes, yeah, yeah. No, I said that. Yeah, I said Gudis and because yeah. I fucked up my poke puck doku the other day because I thought he played. Yeah, they signed Robert Hag too. Um, I don't really have a lot wrong with Robert Hag. I I just they're weird weird deals. Like Hag was a, I guess he's shoring up their defense because they're not sure about, you know, Zellweger and Drysdale being able to to fill in those roles i guess i'm not mm-hmm. i'm not sure but like the gudas contract really confused me too because he's a 33 year old fucking like he is what he is he's basically an enforcer yeah. you've signed to a three-year contract with a no trade clause for four million dollars they gave a no trade clause to a 33 year old replacement level player wow. yeah but I mean, the one upside for Radko Gudis is like he's he's like the best at like no one can score when he's on on the ice, and I think that's that still true. stands. That's not true at all. He used to be like the top guy, and like I don't know. I have nothing to prove that other than I remember listening as I watched the fucking games, and it would always say that this dude was like when he's on the ice, like he's got the best. The team has the best opportunity not to get scored against. So maybe that's where my mind's going, is that because of that, maybe they're trying to shore up a, a, a bit of defense. I just, here's what I think about Radko Gudas. I think that he is a good player. I think I he do. has a place in the game. I I. Don't but think he ain't. That he is a good player for the Anaheim Ducks. I think Radko Gudas is a guy 
that if you put him where he's supposed to play, he will play and he will be incredible. Like, I'm pretty sure, like you said, his advanced analytics are good. Like, his defensive analytics in particular are very, very good. But you expect, you're like, look at the roster that he's joining. Like, look at that decor. It's Drysdale, um, Hag, Gudis, Fowler, and maybe Zellweger. Like, you're expecting him to be your number two, number like your number two guy. Is that what you're expecting him to do? Are you expecting him? It's just, it's not a good contract. And with a no trade clause, and it's not like it's, it's not like it's a, not a good contract. Oh, they're going to finish last and have another chance. Like, it's not one of those, like, well, the, the, yeah, the, uh, it's not a beneficial bad contract because of the term and because of the no trade clause. The no trade clause is, uh, that's tough. And the cap space. You're going to have to sign players here soon. Mason McTavish, you're hoping he's going to have a big season coming forward. Well, if he does, you're going to have to re-sign him. You're hoping Jamie Drysdale takes the next step. You're going to have to sign him. Olin Zellweger, you're going to have to sign him. And you're paying. It's just, I don't I don't like it. I think it's a bad deal. I think they've had a pretty bad offseason, if I'm being honest. Heard. All right. Uh, you got some more shit you want to talk about? <laughs> um. Oh, we do. We do have an ad read. Hang on. <laughs> yeah. All right, folks. We have an ad read from our buddies over at DraftKings. New customers download the DraftKings sportsbook app and use code THPN. Bet just five dollars to score one hundred and fifty dollars in bonus bets instantly. That's code THPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in Massachusetts. Call 800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY in Kansas. Call 1-800-522-4700 on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort. In West Virginia, gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. All games regulated by the West Virginia Lottery. Play, Please play responsibly in partnership with Hollywood Casino at Charlestown Races in Connecticut. Help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777. Seven seven or visit ccpg.org 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. See draftkings.com slash sportsbook for details and state specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after insurance. One boost per eligible game, opt-in required. Max bet 50 cents. 10 plus leg required for a hundred percent boost eligibility wagering and deposit restrictions apply terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash baseball terms. God damn. What the fuck Mason? Mm -hmm. 
Jesus, that it felt so fucking long. Son of a bitch. Um, let's see. Nothing. Oh, closing closing statements. Patrice Bergeron retires. Nineteen seasons. Um. Well, I guess you can't say much, but the obvious first ballot first ballot Hall of Famer. Great player. Even fantastic player, not just a Boston Bruins legend. I a, think he's one of the greatest NHL players. He's unreal. Yeah. Not just a Boston Bruins legend, but a Team Canada legend. Ugh. Um, international hero at the World Junior, the men's mm-hmm. levels, everything. He's won at every level of hockey and every level of competition he's been at. He has been the best defensive player in the nhl for like two decades pretty well like 15 years essentially yeah he's an icon an icon of the game one of the greatest to ever do it you'll be hard pressed to find another player who's ever like patrice bergeron is a hockey icon he you know what I'm saying? Like, he's no, not, absolutely. I, I, I don't think we'll see this replicated. Like, it, it, it once in a lifetime player, once in a lifetime uh, human to be involved with the NHL. Unfucking real. Um, yeah. But here you go. Here's your final. Here's your final one. Who, who now leads the pack for Selkie? nominations going forward because this is this is like this is big for anybody that's always in in the hunt but patrice bergeron can't can't hold that grip on that title anymore so who do you think who's your guys that you think can really start to get the uh, the award they deserve despite going up against one of the greatest to ever do it are you asking me who the next Patrice Bergeron in the NHL is? No, no, no. I meant like uh, as far as like who's going to win the Selkie. I don't, like who's who's going to who's like there's like, not going like to there's a, not going to be there's not going to be anyone else in the perennial conversation the way he is. I don't mean like that. I don't mean like who's going to be the next guy. To I, win but what I'm saying is there's I don't plus. Think, I don't I don't think there's another heir apparent in any capacity. Mm. Right. I would say, I would say Philip Deneau, but I don't think that he's ever really gotten or will get the respect he deserves. Um, mm-hmm. that's just and he's not u- utilizing that role like you were saying a while back anymore. And I sucks. mean, you you've still got Kopitar, and I think that's the closest thing you're gonna get. But given his age, um, yeah. I don't think you can expect him to. I mean, you never know. You can't expect him to just like continue this yeah he's he's on his way out unfortunately i think he's got some years left but he's not gonna continue this sort of yeah two two uh two-way pace sorry i uh, yeah sorry about that audio just cut (laughs) randomly um i just don't think you're gonna see anze kopitar play for that many like what the hell? Sorry, my whole like 
I can hear your Xbox, Mason. Yeah, like it just turned on. No, like everything in my house just shut off and then turned on oh, again. Oh God! All right, we'll wrap <laughs> wrap it up. <laughs> Holy shit! About to, it's about um, to happen again. Yeah. Um. So anyway, wrapping it up, like <laughs> wrapping up Kopitar's career here soon. Um, I don't think there's really a true heir apparent. Um, maybe you could say Barkov. Yeah. Um, he's kind of changed his game, and Florida's a very offensive heavy team. Like maybe you could even say a guy like Leo Carlson. I don't know. Like it's hmm. it's there's not gonna be another Patrice Bergeron. Um, and I don't. I just don't see. I'd have to really think about that, and I I don't have the time to really get in. That's a discussion for another day. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. All right, dude. Uh, well, I don't have anything else to say. I'm tired. Why don't you close this out? All right. Well, thank you guys once again for stopping by, listening to Habs Nightly on the Hockey Podcast Network. We are always very grateful and thankful for your support. And, uh, you know, like kind of coming through the dog days of summer with us where I think we're both pretty excited. I know I am. I'm fucking, I can't wait for how I have so much free time now. Uh, I'm ecstatic. Like it'll be nice to have a season where Corey watches more than 10 Habs games. I think it'll be beneficial. Let's put it it this way. Let's put it this way. You remember how much I hate that? Like the NFL. Like, I have shit on the NFL. I can watch every game next year, and I'm actually pretty excited about it. Like, I don't have to work weekends, and that might sound crazy, but that's all I've known for 10-plus years, and I don't know what to do anymore. So the fact that I have this much time, I've been watching golf. I'm trying to get into fucking golf now, Mason, like hard. I got this young kid. He's like 26 that just started with us, and I've been training him. Um, he's like, dude, I play golf like every weekend. He's like, I was like, oh, dude, you must be pretty good. He's like, no, I'm, I'm absolute dog water. Um, but I just love playing. I just go out with the boys and play. Um, so this dude wants to, wants, wants me to go with him. He said he's got a, uh, I can use his brother's clubs or some shit, uh, just, uh, try it. And, uh, I'm pretty dead set on, uh, making this a new hobby. That's an addiction. Corey. Yeah. Like, um, I have I have a lot of new free time, so this is so cool. So much money and oh, no. out no. and pain and grief. No. I'm I'm never going in to win. I'm going in to just no, no, send it. That. You say that. Yeah. No. I will be buying Goodwill clubs, if y'all know what that is. You say um, that. Corey, you're you're speaking words that every man has said. These words have been spoken millions of times. And, you know, I, I was once content to play with, you know, shitty little like hand-me-down clubs, like clubs I got at like a thrift store. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you play. And then, now you're and a big you dog, that, huh? And you hit that shot, that one shot, and it's perfect. You'll never replicate it. Like not, not for maybe the whole season. Not with this twenty dollar club. Is that what you're saying? Oh, it's, and that's the problem. <laughs> the problem. You say you say, oh, it's the clubs. So you buy a new pair of clubs. Yeah, and then I'm a fucking 
pull something and in my back trying to send it. And then you it's game over. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Uh what a long outro. Thank y'all so much. <laughs> this has been Habs Night. We will talk to y'all next time. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at the hockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from.